Welcome, Welcome to Uncensored Kings, the, the podcast. podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Ben. And I'm Easton. And today we'll be talking about motivation, drive, and overcoming hate and distraction. We'd also like to welcome a special guest here with us. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, everybody. My name is Christian Bennett. Ben, Easton, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, how are you doing today, Christian? And I'll tell you, I'm doing great. Got some good work done this morning, hit the gym, and, you know, I'm uh, enjoying being on here with you guys. So things are going great. Solid. So let's dive in, shall we? For those who don't know Christian, he has a passion for ice skating. Do you mind telling us a little more about that and how you got started? For sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I actually grew up training horses with my mother. Um, and, you know, it was – it was, it was funny because I was just one day cleaning stalls at the barn, just kind of normal routine. And all of a sudden I'm talking to this lady and, you know, I could start a conversation with a brick wall. I'm a very social person. So, you know, I went up, I uh, introduced myself. We start talking she's being sweet. She's humoring me. Oh, you know, what do you like to do? Things like that. And amongst the slurry of other things, I, uh, I mentioned that I like ice skating. Now I said this cause couple weeks prior, I'd actually gone to a birthday party with some friends, gone ice skating, really enjoyed it. And it just so happens, this lady says, oh, that's funny. My other daughter is an ice skater. Now, <laughs> the first thing going through my head is, okay, one daughter rides horses, one daughter ice skates. This lady's probably loaded. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, but yeah, so she was she was uh, very interested. She's like, yeah, he's really looking for, for male students because there's not a lot of boys in skating. We'd love to introduce you. And so... I met the daughter and then I met the coach and then he turned into basically my mentor for the next 10 years. And, you know, something that seemed so insignificant at the time turned into the rest of my life. On um, days where you're exhausted, what, what kind of gives you that motivation and drive to like keep going? Uh, that's a great question. And you know what? It's, it's not always easy and some days are definitely better than others. You know, I have those days where I wake up and I'm, you know, 4am I'm rocking, ready to roll. And the other days where that alarm goes off and you know, you want to do anything in the world except get out of bed. Yeah. But, um, That's I'd say one of the, the big things was it's like a mantra that I've sort of developed over time. And one of my coaches, when I was back in Virginia, uh, his name was Ahmed. He was a uh, Egyptian weightlifter and he was my weight training coach. And, uh, he was, yeah, I forget which Olympics he was in, but uh, you know what? He's one of the most motivational and like driven people I've ever met. And one of his great quotes was, um, you got to dig deep to find gold. And I always really like that. You know, it kind of plays on like the ice skating thing with like the gold medal. But also, you know, no, if you just kind of half halfway yourself through life and, you know, whatever you're passionate about, you're probably not going to get anywhere. And you're not going to find that success unless you really – you know, dig deep and give it your all. Um, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And I think you really have to motivate yourself, man. Uh, I would say a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, I want to prove people wrong or, you know, all the people that have done me wrong or, you know, hated on me. And, you know, I, I understand how that like is a drive, but man, if you can do it for yourself, if you wake up every morning and just tell yourself that you want to become a better version or the best version of yourself, I mean, that's going to, that's going to push you through because there might come times where, you know, 
people might people hating on you might drive you and make you more passionate but it also might really tear you down so if that's uh if that's what you're relying on and you got to do it for yourself and nobody else yeah exactly now with yeah. ice skating um what what exactly um do you do to like prepare for that um so like like preparing like, for my future or preparing oh yeah yeah for sure so basically we've got two big programs that we do and put together and um basically you start each year you choreograph these two programs and then you just drill them all season and then you'll have set times where you compete throughout the year um and then a big usually a national championship or you know other kind of big competitions towards the end of the year so basically my daily routine right now is getting up about 4 a.m making my commute to the rink. I skate from about 6 a.m. and finish about 12. Some days go till about 2 or 3 because I, I hit the gym after. Um, and, you know, it's a pretty rough schedule, but the amount of time and uh, uh, I guess and you're kind of drilling that goes into skating, you need to really put in those hours, especially early, to, you know, make sure every little thing is perfect and, you know, you and your partner are completely in sync. Uh because that's how you're going to get places. You know, if you show up with a half-baked program, you're going to get pretty mid-scores. But if you show up and you've drilled that program a million times and you can do it with your eyes closed in your sleep with one leg tied behind your head, you know, you're going you're gonna to really uh, show up because you know you're not going to fall. You know you're not going to forget your steps. You know that your partner is doing exactly the same thing as you. Uh, so it's really just that drilling it over and over and training as much as humanly possible. So, um, where, where do you kind of see yourself going in the future? Are you like planning on like going pro and like continuing skating? Yeah, man, that's, uh, it's actually funny you mentioned that because just yesterday, um, I made it publicly, uh, a public announcement sort of, uh, official that I have started working with a new partner. Um, her name's Emma Goodstadt and we, uh, we just started training together. Uh, I actually moved to Toronto, Canada, and I'm training up here um, in a city called Scarborough. And uh, well, uh, we're going to be representing Canada and the Canadian Federation next year. And it's uh, it was a big change because you know coming from the U.S. and always skating for the U.S. Uh, it's a lot different. But uh, you know what? I feel like I was given this great opportunity, and now the next steps are getting set up with Skate Canada, which is sort of our version of team usa how you would have in this in the states and basically the federation picks you and sends you to another country to something called a grand prix and a grand prix yeah. the federation sends you know three to uh, just a couple teams from each from each federation and they all compete and basically the better that you do the more you get sent to and so for at least the short term my life is going to be going to these grand prix um, competing and doing as best we can. And then next year we move up to the senior level, which is the top echelon in skating and doing the same thing, going to these Grand Prix, getting uh, international experience and improving ourselves as athletes. And then that's when we start going for the world championships, the Olympics, the Olympics only happen every four years. So um, basically what happens yeah. is if we can continuously place top four, top three at nationals, 
you know, eventually, then we can, um, then we can get selected to go to the Olympics. Now, that's sort of the far goal, but right now, competing for the world team and doing well at Grand Prix, that's the, uh, the short-term goal. So you got to make sure you set those short-term goals because if you just say Olympics, then, you know, it's a lot harder to see how do I get from X to Z. You got to have yeah. Y in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot easier to, like, lose focus of that main goal or, like, lose the motivation when it gets hard. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, how have, like, others treated you, like, when doing ice skating? Like, have you received, like, any hate? Man, like, you wouldn't believe. So, so, so how do you, how do you, at, sorry, go on. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so go especially on. Uh, at the beginning, like, when, you know, when I was younger, middle school, high school, I mean, you guys have been there. Like, kids are ruthless at that age. Um, yeah. Bullying was pretty incessant at first, and especially growing up in North Carolina where, if you don't play football or basketball or, or baseball, uh, you're kind of labeled as a weirdo. Um, and with skating being a more, I guess, put it nicely, like an artistic sport, uh, it's definitely appreciated a lot less. And then you get the people that are like, oh, it's not a manly sport. Um, uh, you know, and, and it was just a lot of, a lot of hate. And, you know, I'd have people sliding in my DMs being like, oh, you know, yeah, that's like the least masculine thing. It's such a girly sport. It's this or that. And you know what? Like, yeah, it's a more artistic sport. It's a sport that's based a lot on beauty. Like there's a lot of intensity and that kind of thing behind the scenes. But, you know, your finished product is pretty and it's supposed to look effortless and you have the costumes and the, all of that. So, you know, from an outside perspective, yeah, I totally see it. And all the role models in the skating world right now are not – you know, they're not Michael Jordan or LeBron James. So yeah. uh, it's easy to see how people view it that way. But uh, at the end of the day, what my old coach told me when I was really struggling and going through that, he said, well, here's what they don't seem to understand. You are out of the heat, out of the sweating on a field. You're in an air-conditioned building, skating around, keeping in great shape, you know, skating up close and personal with beautiful women, creating this <laughs> ideal love story, you know, and it's, you know, you're not out tackling sweaty dudes and showering together. <laughs> and, you know, and it, it is not like I have any hate towards like those other sports, but you know what? He really, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he worded it in a way that really, you know, it kind of switches your mind because people can say that, you know, all they want to you, but, if you don't take it personally, you're fine. But as soon as you start taking that stuff to heart, it can be so destructive, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And um, honestly, as of lately, that's really gone down. Like, as I've become, I guess, more – I've become a better skater, a harder working person, an athlete because of it. And, you know, a lot of those people that kind of give, give you crap in the beginning, either, you know, they – aren't seeing a lot of improvement with their lives or even if they are, they see what I do and the hours that I put in and, you know, then they start seeing how the quality is and where I'm going and what I'm doing. And, you know, there's actually a lot of respect that you kind of get out of it. It's just sort of pushing through for that first little bit. Um, when it, when it, it really stinks and it, you know, there's a lot of haters, but then eventually you start earning that respect 
And I, I feel like it's like, like, I know you boys both work out a lot and, you know, hitting the gym can be like fun, but it can also be sort of discouraging. So like, you know, you go and you train, you train, and you don't see results and it's really, it really sucks and it makes you want to quit and all of that. But then eventually you start seeing results, size, uh, stamina, whatever it is. And then, you know, now you're looking back and saying, man, am I glad I pushed through that rough patch? Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Some things you kind of do to get get away from distractions to like keep your mind off any hate you receive. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in in any sport and or in just life period, distractions can really be a pain. Um, yeah, as far as like the haters is, um, I feel like most of the hate comes on social media nowadays because you know nobody's gonna come up and you know call you that to your face. I mean, you know, some people might, but. For the most part, it, you know, it might be in a comment section or it might be uh, in a DM, whatever. And, yeah, because people you know, like I, to hide behind screens. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, I can go on just about the ridiculousness of that. But, uh, but I think the biggest thing is being very careful about how you market yourself on social media. So, you know, don't post anything too arrogant or also controversial because by posting controversial things you're you're setting yourself up for for backlash um, yeah you're opening yourself up for that venue yeah. so to speak totally and you know especially in a, in a sport like this like you're gonna have people that you know may like you and support you and be you know fans of yours on you know every side of the spectrum politically um you know racially anything so you know by putting yourself out there and kind of setting yourself with one group or political party or anything like that, you're, you know, you're kind of ruining it for the people that might support you. But, you know, just as skating, you know, the people, like we were talking about earlier, the people that, that really just don't like skating or they think it's girly or this and that it's sort of just letting those people talk because if you respond in any way, positive or negative, it's giving them that. So I used to respond positively and try and, kind of turn it around, kill them with kindness, all that. And honestly, the best thing you can do is just not respond. Because if you text somebody something nasty, one of two things, and you, they don't respond, one of two things are going to happen. Either uh, you're just going to be say, all right, whatever, and move on to the next person. Or you're going to, you know, take some time, look back, say, wow, that was out of pocket. Like, that was mean. Like, why did I go back and say that? So, you know, either way, it's a win. And if you don't give them that fuel, then they have no fire. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. that's all they want. Exactly. That's all they're looking for. Yeah, they just want a reaction out of you. But yep. I feel like the as far as, you know, from my personal experience, and I feel like everybody's this way, most of the distractions that I see, I create for myself. That's my phone. Oh, my gosh. I mean, let's be honest. We're all way too addicted to our phones, like whether it's YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I don't want to hate on um, TikTok because TikTok is doing me pretty good right now. But, um, you know, just, just being on social media or, you know, watching Netflix or whatever, I mean, that, that is hugely, hugely distracting. And so, you know, it's great being in training and all of that where I try my best to just, you know, have my phone in the locker room or on the bench or whatever. Um, yeah. But I would say if I'm using my phone, then I try to be listening to music, listening to a podcast, something like that, something uh, 
Interesting. You know, I, I can actually think of one really great podcast. Uh, it's not quite coming to mind. It's got these two great guys down in East Side. I just can't remember. Uh, uh-huh. But, you know, it's just one <laughs> I tend to listen to all the time. Uh, but, yeah, back on track. But, you know, if I'm on my phone listening to music, I can be doing something productive, cleaning, doing dishes, working out, whatever. You know, it's a way to be on your phone but not be like visually and physically distracted. You know, it's, it's music and you know, that's enough, but you can yeah. still do things. So that way you're kind of getting that, that, okay, I'm on my phone, but I'm not on my phone. Yeah. Uh, and that yeah. helps with procrastination, which is totally my downfall. Um, I'm sure, you know, everybody, everybody struggles with it. Like whether it's doing school or, um, you know, uh, going to bed early and things like that. And, you know, I think it's just, kind of that mind over matter situation instead of saying don't do this don't do this you know making it the forbidden fruit don't go on your phone uh don't go uh out to the club don't um you know don't do all of these stupid things if you just say all right well i could do that or i could go to bed early and then i will not feel like crap tomorrow for my 4 a.m wake up sesh you know what i mean and, and i think it's all about how you look at those kinds of things that's what works for me So Christian, you have a decent amount of followers on TikTok, like you mentioned before. Um, do you plan on using that to help you get more connected into like the ice skating professional world? And like, what is your intention with that? Yeah, well, I appreciate the opportunity for the shameless plug. Yeah, my TikTok is edge education. So it's E-D-G-E education. That's the play on like the skating move. Um, but anyway, so when I made that is initially I was like, okay, this can be a decent source of income for me while I'm traveling all these places. You know, it's hard to hold down a job when I'm in Montreal for two months and then I'm in New York and then I'm in, um, Toronto and then Virginia and North Carolina. So I'm just traveling all these places and it really was difficult to, to, you know, find a job and work, you know, you can do odd jobs for folks when you're in town, but, but you know, it's a lot tough and I, um, I had a decent amount of um, people on my Instagram following for skating. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to be sitting at my computer making video game content because one, I suck at video games. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's like, okay, what do I know? What do I know how to do? And, you know, I'm not, I'm not really the guy for making, uh, making thirst traps as, as productive as that might be. Um, so I said, all right, well, what can I do to like, helped me in a lot of different areas. And I was like, boom, let me make skating content. One, I kind of know about it because I've been doing it for like half my life. Um, uh, you know, I can, I can take the time when I'm at the, already at the rink to, to, you know, take a couple minutes, film something, do something funny. Um, and I also know like the little nuances that relate to skaters. You know what I mean? It's like people that were born, like what year were you guys born? Oh, two. 2002. Yeah, it's like, you ever seen those videos on TikTok or something where it's like, oh, people born in 2002, 2003, 2001, like, you relate to this, and then it's like a compilation of just random stuff, but you, like, we all relate to it, whether it's like toys we saw as a kid, or TV shows, or this or that. Yeah. You know, we know all those little things, whereas somebody that was born in 2007 or 1992 might be like, I have no idea what that is, I can't relate whatsoever. So I knew the little things. It's not just like, oh, here's a video of me doing a spin, you know, it'd be that, but it's also like, Oh, um, things that, you know, every skater that gives every skater anxiety, like little funny things that you hear that and you, and, and you relate to, it makes you want to watch it again, tag your friends, send things to that. 
Um, uh, but you know, it's, it's helped me to build more of a fan base, I guess. Uh, you know, in skating, it's all about connections. How many people watch you, how many people know you, um, you know, it's not a running race. It's not who comes in first, second, third. It's, it, there's a lot of subjection involved, I would say. So the more people like you and know you, it's a lot easier to, I'd say, do well and, um, yeah, for get, sure. get recognition, especially early. Cause you know, once you compete for a while, people watch you, people know you and they're like, Oh my gosh, yeah, that's Christian. I saw him at Oberstdorf in Poland and all these places. But until then it's like, Oh, Christian, that's the TikTok ice skater guy. Oh, well he teaches people, whatever, you know, but, um, you know, it's, it's been a good opportunity, uh, a good opportunity for me to practice coaching. I love, uh, I love teaching. It's something I used to do a lot in Virginia. I would teach skaters, um, little kids and things like that, how to skate. Uh, we would have a program called learn to skate, which, is exactly what it sounds like. You know, you teach a group class and, you know, you teach them how to stand up and do little one foot glides and things like that. And, you know, it was great. And I, I really thrive in that environment. I love inspiring people, but I'd say the biggest thing that is, is my drive and was my drive was um, when I was growing up, like if I Googled, you know, what uh, male ice skaters wear uh, to the rink or something, like, uh, you know, 10 things like guy ice skaters do, you know, things like that. Like there was no people, you know, you could always find, you know, if they're like a girl talking about it or like 20 of them, but, uh, you know, there was never really an inspiration. And, you know, if I can sort of be like that, I guess, YouTube figure or social media figure for like the young guys that are getting into skating or the guys my age or, you know, whoever, people that just want to like, remember that there's other dudes in the skating world because there's not that many. And, you know, yeah. it's one that you can kind of look up to relate to, or just have a laugh, a laugh at, you know, then that's, that was sort of my biggest thing. Cause I love, I love the thought of inspiring young guys in skating. Yeah, most definitely. All right. So, um, another question I know you mentioned having, um, a new partner um, to skate with uh, is it it's definitely probably really important to like click with them and whatnot yeah man I mean literally that's your bread and butter skating because it's not like you're skating by yourself you know you are literally two parts of the same hole it, it's like it's like finding your wife but on a time limit um you know, you have to, you have just a couple days usually to kind of skate with somebody, meet them, like kind of vibe with them and decide if you like it or not, because that's basically going to be the person that you're spending the next foreseeable bit of your career with. And hopefully the rest of your career, now it doesn't always work out like that, but that's the plan. It's, uh, it is, it is so important because you guys have to have good communication. You guys have to have the same work ethic. Uh, you really need to, um, you know, your families have to get along. I mean, there's so many factors and then you don't, you know, you have to bring in uh, where do you live? Where do you train? Who pays for what? Do you guys split it down the middle? Does one person pay for everything? Um, you know, uh, who lives where? I mean, man, it, there's so many different things. I mean, everybody has girl problems, right? You know, finding a girlfriend is a pain in itself. Uh, but, but finding a partner is like, if you, if you had to skip dating and then go right to marriage. Yeah, for sure.
think that's um that's good that you find someone to click with and that you're good um skating with um mm-hmm. I definitely think um having you on the pod good little insight um on the world sure. of skating it's it's quite the world man but like just out of curiosity from like a different point of view so it's like you know i have certain things i look for in a partner but like what are some things that you look for in a girl like even if you're just looking for you know like a girlfriend or a partner like who what are the things that immediately jump out to you i'm sorry say that again Oh, yeah. Uh, I meant, I said, you know, just like as a partner, you know, like finding a partner, I have certain things that I look for in, in these girls. But, you know, it's different yeah. from like just looking for a girlfriend or a relationship. So, like, you know, I'm curious of like the different things that you look for when you're kind of looking for a girlfriend, a partner, whatever. I mean, I don't really know. Just like, Different things, I guess. Um, loyal for one. Because um, I need to know that I can trust them. Um, and just, like, respect. Totally. Yeah, those, I mean, are, but it seems like those are things. Those are so hard to find nowadays, like, in, in, you know, a partner. Like, finding that loyalty. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, it, it is never like in history has like cheating and 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 disloyalty in general been such a big thing and respect it feels like nowadays we're you know we're just like on two opposite planets when it comes to respect you know you've got the guys that only care about uh you know like sex and you know hookup culture and then you've got the girls that think about the same thing or they just want somebody that's rich or this or that you know it's like yeah personally and i know i know you you know we've known each other for a while so i know that you're a kind of guy that really appreciates a high value woman that also holds herself to a high value and doesn't just stoop to those levels and you know it's the same thing in skating like you want somebody that's committed that's driven that you know you guys have she respects your you know your strengths your weaknesses your style your input and i feel like that totally applies yeah because it definitely needs to be an equal thing. Mm. But I would just like to say um, thank you so much, Christian, for coming on. Um, you gave us a lot of good things that we didn't know about ice skating. Yeah, man. You know, it was it was an absolute pleasure. You know, I've really uh, been kind of following y'all with the podcast and, and, and really – love to see you know that it's it, it's coming along and you guys are still pumping them out uh you know i just uh i uh, yeah i appreciate you guys having me on even if it is from long distance uh up in canada right here but uh you know i hope all the best for you guys and that things keep going well and you know uh if you guys listening all the people listening if you guys haven't uh you haven't followed these guys and you uh you definitely should because as individuals they're awesome and as a team they're beyond awesome. I've known them for years and uh, I've hung with them and rolled with them and they're my boys. So uh, yeah, if you're listening and you haven't started following these guys and you, this is your first podcast, uh, y'all need to listen to all of them 
and y'all need to follow him because there's some crazy stuff in the works. I'm just telling y'all now. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. Anytime, man. Anytime. Obviously, with um, everything we do, we're always going to get, like, haters. Um, I mean, I, I don't really know why, but, like, people just, they want to hate on things, even if it's, like, things we find joy in or, like, what we're doing. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always going to be like that, sadly. But there's nothing we can do about them. Um, and quite frankly, we don't care about what they have to say. Uh, you know, you just have to learn to rise above it and not throw yourself at any of it because quite honestly, it's all bullshit. And they're all looking for, like Christian said, they're all looking for um, that flame, right? They're looking for that tinder to build yeah. the flame. So like for me, I've never been in the limelight before. So like all this is super new to me yeah. and I've had to drastically improve on myself because I wasn't ready for any of this. And I don't think anybody really can. Um, but over time, I've learned to rise above it all. And that's been a really big deal for me because I used to have a lot of confidence issues in the past and I've learned to overcome them all. Now, when you say you've learned to rise it above, how exactly have you discovered your newfound confidence? Like what, what has helped you and like what, what made you find this new confidence? Well, I guess um, the biggest thing recently is like Christian has the activity of ice skating. Um, I recently found an activity of my own, which I love doing, um, which is weightlifting and it has helped me tremendously. And quite like I'm, I'm addicted to it, but, um, I used to work out in the past, as you know, but like never at a serious level in which I like have adopted now. And with my at home gym, it makes it like 10 times easier to stay on schedule with that kind of stuff and makes it much easier and like more convenient to do so per se. Um, and it's been going on for about three months now and I don't see myself stopping anytime soon, but I guess that is, um, one of my biggest helpers was finding that new activity, you know, because it's, it's like finding yourself. And I really found myself in weightlifting. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I've just, I've seen a lot of good changes in you. And that makes me really happy to see um, how you've always thought of yourself as less and um that was just that was kind of hard for me to see and I always tried to make sure I helped you um figure out how to be confident and see yourself in a higher like manner yeah and absolutely and I'm not yeah and I'm not saying like my confidence is solely derived on you know, weightlifting, I'm just saying that, you know, it helps sometimes when you have, when you find something new, or you go back to something that you used to like doing, and you realize you love it. And you keep up with it, because that can help tremendously, just finding something that you love doing, and doing it and keeping up doing it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I mean, 
that's just honestly, it's really great. And I'm glad um, you found a passion for something. And I'm glad that it's pushed you to feel more confident. And it's, I don't know, it just makes me really happy to see um, you growing and becoming a better person. Yeah, thank but, you, brother. Uh, just out of curiosity, how um, how do you keep your drive lately, like, for pushing through, even on the worst days? Um. Well, if you want to talk about, like, in the world of weightlifting, the worst days are kind of, like, the best days, right? Because you're throwing everything out there and taking all that energy out, like, on the weights. But I guess in a more personal way, I have been loving the results and... Like Christian said, um, with working out, you know, you hit that brick wall sometimes and you think that nothing's going to happen from it. You think, oh, uh, I set a goal for my body to look like this and I've been working out for this long and nothing's nothing's been changing. But you just have to keep pushing yourself and keep going forward and then you will start to see changes. And that's what's really been helping me a lot is being able to recognize and understand those changes. And um um, and just loving the results and just keep setting new goals for yourself. Like Christian said, don't set a big goal at the end of it, set a big goal and then set mini goals all along the journey. Um, because it's not all about the end goal, right? It's about the journey. Yeah. It's about how you get there. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like the goals that it's, I said, it's, it's not all about expectations and like what you expect to look like. It's just about your self-worth and like what you do to like better yourself mentally and physically yeah and i mean going in hand in hand with um physical exercise it's it's tremendously great um in every aspect not just physically right yeah. um mentally spiritually it's everything um but I just take hate and like worst days to my advantage, to be honest. And I think of a lot of um, um, like a lot, you know, who like work out and can also like agree. It's just it just ultimately like helps clear your mind of like all the negativity. It like kind of at yeah. the end of it, at the end of it, it's so it's, it's draining. Like relaxing. Yeah, it's draining, but to the point where at the end of it, you feel at the end of your workout, you feel like complete. You feel at Zen, right? You feel like, yeah. yeah. Especially um, like after showering, after your workout, you just feel like, okay, I accomplished something. Like now yeah. I, feel, I feel really good and what bothered me before isn't bothering me now. So. Right. It just, it just helps create a, like a super great blank slate. But like... But, like, how about you? Like, I'm going to ask you the same question. Like, how do you manage, like, push through it all, like, the tough times and the hate? I mean, for me, I just, I really don't let any of the hate bother me. Um, I've never have. Um, people are going to say shit. Um, like, people are always going to say stuff. Like, I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. Um, my opinions, it's just like fan behavior. Um, yeah, <laughs> I 
But um, I would say that my mom is my biggest source of my confidence because she's just always instilled in all of us, like all my family, to like hold your head up high and never let negativity bother you because most of it just isn't true and people just like to put others down. Um, Exactly. I really don't know why, even if it's like something you enjoy like just people like to make fun um but i will say starting um this podcast it's just it has been really great it's just something to do that's fun and we both enjoy it um yeah especially love when i hear things from people about how our podcast has made them laugh and like maybe be in a better mood when they're feeling kind of low but that's that's really all we want we want to like entertain people and make them happy that's all we want yeah and and i do agree like this podcast has been great and especially for me too and my growth and all this but um i will be honest i've never seen myself doing anything like this (laughs) but but it is a lot of fun I mean, it's always, it's always great to like step out of your comfort zone because, like, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's what you're supposed to do, like, doing things that are outside of your comfort zone, and then you just yeah. grow to be a better person. Yeah, because how else would you grow? Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for a lot for uh, tuning in today's episode. Yeah, and we'll see you next time.